Hey everyone, can you hear that? Oh yeah, that's a that's a good downpour we got going on today. Uh, welcome to the Kingdom of God podcast and the thoroughly thrilling Thursday edition. Can you tell by the tone of my voice? Yeah, you guessed it. No word from the city of Ottawa. The city of Ottawa is officially, as of 5 o'clock today, noted in default. No response. Nihil disit res judicata. So, I'm going to be talking about that, ladies and gentlemen. It is a thoroughly thrilling Thursday indeed. All that, and probably mostly just that, coming up right after the break. Thanks for being here. I love you. See you in a bit. everyone welcome back uh, so <laughs> I am I am loving this and I'm I don't know I had to come out here and do another podcast because I don't know if you guys will remember as much as I do for the very first time I brought my podcast outside was a day it wasn't raining quite as hard as it is right now but it was raining, a nice light rain, and I thought it would make a great background ambiance for my podcast, and I was confident that my home speaker would still be able to pick up my voice well enough, that it wouldn't, you know, take away from the podcast. Anyway, point is, water is very symbolic spiritually, and I'm sure a lot of people know this, you know. Christening, obviously, is the biggest one that everyone will be familiar with, but it represents cleansing, renewal, um, rejuvenation, uh, nurturing. Um, nurturing is the one I wanted to focus on. <laughs> because it's cleaning everything and it's providing, you know, like right now, the rain is carrying um, water with all kinds of debris and dirt in it, so it's cleaning away all of that stuff from the rocks, but at the same time, all of that water is going to eventually drain into the earth, where all of that debris has, like, essential, you know, mineral elements that are integral to the growth of plants, you know, so, uh, it's the beginning of new life, and I can't help noticing that the first really big good news I had, there was some, you know, I was coming outside to talk about it while it was raining. And today, I honestly thought something was going to come in the mail, or at least by email. Like, there is absolutely no reason that Defense Council can't just shoot me an email and let me know what's going on, what, what they're planning to do. Um, and, yeah, I don't know, obviously it's hard for me to believe that I just won a $210,800 lawsuit, as much as I'm sure it would be for any of the rest of you, but in reality, that is what has just happened as of 5 o'clock today. Um, 
and you know I have all kinds of reservations about why that might not be true but I'm telling you people as listeners and anybody who knows Canadian law as far as the law is concerned right now that is the truth because what happened with Genevieve contacting the court and asking to have the case dismissed under Rule 2.1.01 uh, 1 and 6 was like a complete violation of the Rules of Civil Procedure 1.09 and that's the one that states that in order for any out-of-court communication to take place at all you must have consent of all parties. There's to be absolutely no private communication with the courts unbeknownst to all parties. So <clears throat> And I mentioned that before, like, you know, she told me two days after the fact and offered to, you know, basically forward to me the email that she'd sent to the courts. Here's what I'm thinking now. And again, just intuition, I don't know this, but I honestly think that Defense counsel may very well have gotten trouble here. Um, I think the courts may have given her private instruction to advise me that she had contacted the courts and asked for this ruling so that I would have a chance to respond. That's the first reason. And the second reason was to find out if I was aware that she was contacting the courts. Because <coughs> now, looking back on it, and understanding what I do know about the law and how it works under presumption a lot of the time, it could very well be that the only reason that my case was dismissed as frivolous and vexatious the first time is because the court, even though I don't agree with the order that they passed and all that kind of stuff, may have been under the impression that I foolishly agreed to have Genevieve present that to the court um, and that I've given her my consent to do that. I don't believe she told the court that, that I had done that, but because of the rules of civil procedure require that I should know that, I think she just goes and makes a request and hopes the court won't ask and will presume that I have given my consent especially because I'm not a lawyer and she might be able to get away with it. That's what I'm thinking. Um, I know that's pretty shitty, but it's the reality. And the reality as well now, from a legal standing, and this is the way I'm thinking about it, because you know what? I'm not pleased with the way that Genevieve has handled some of the things. Um, well, a lot of things, now, now that I know. And the more I know, the more I realize how deceptive she is but I also understand that she's just trying to do her job she's just trying to accomplish a mission in a world where basically greed is rewarding so you know her job is to save jobs and to save the city of Ottawa money whenever possible um, so it's weird because, like, there is, the same as I think there would be probably for anybody else who's listening to this right now, there is still a reservation in my mind that something weird is going on behind the scenes that I just haven't been told about. Um, 
but realistically speaking, that should sound like crazy person nonsense. That's what it should sound like, because that's, you know, that's just not the way the court system is supposed to work. Um, there's not supposed to be anything weird and, you know, mischievous and whatever. That sounds like conspiracy theorist nonsense. Um, but we know that I have been surprised by ambush tactics by the defense counsel on behalf of the city of Ottawa, you know, on more than one occasion. So I have every reason to have my guard up and, you know, no reason not to use the rules when they're working for me in my favor. Why not? I mean, as far as their rules are concerned, the 20th day was at the end of 5 o'clock today. That's when the legal day ends. So, tomorrow, I already did the affidavit of service. So now I take the affidavit of service into the court tomorrow, and I request to have them noted in default. And I'll look into what else I have to do. Uh, I think there's two more filings I still have to do after that before I get the money. Um, but, you know, if we can take everything at face value and presume that everything's working as honorably as the courts should, I have officially won my court case today. That's, that's what I have the right to reasonably presume at this point, because they haven't, you know, it would at least be cordial if they had, like, let's say that she wants an additional 10 days to respond and that she was going to file for that tomorrow um, and just didn't get around to it, it would be normal for her to say, hey, look, you know what, I know I'm coming up on the deadline, uh, you know, do you mind giving me a couple extra days? Like, lawyers do do that with each other outside. That's what the whole thing is about. You're supposed to try and be agreeable. Um, you know, you don't want to be taken advantage of, so you're going to ask them to make sure that they've got a good reason. Um, and you can always say no, and then they, they would have to appeal for a motion based on their reason if they have legal grounds. Anyway, um, I'm just saying, like, it's weird. I should be the first one to get notice. And this is something I want to speak about because this is something that's really just kind of, I mean, it's one of those things that I think the common man of either sex knows is that we are all entitled to, you know, fairness in court and through the process of law and the process of civil procedure. And I think we all inherently know that that's true, but... It is difficult when you don't know what kind of tricks can be done in your ignorance. Um, so, yeah, like, I, I think, I don't know, I, like, yeah, just, it's, it's very strange, because, really, like $210,800, really? Um, that's going to be very helpful. I'll say that right now. And I might as well talk about some of the things I'm immediately going to do with that because I do have plans. I figured, like, I don't know. I figured I was going to get this money. I just didn't figure it, you know. I, I, the same as I knew I sort of wasn't going to lose my apartment, like, you know, stressful as it was to deal with, the universe didn't have that in the works. Like, there's usually some reflection of what is going to happen in my microcosm 
reflected in my immediate microcosm. Like, if my place was a complete disaster, and I was hating it here, and, you know, couldn't, I don't know, whatever, then that might warrant my belief that, yeah, okay, that was going to happen. It was just the universe facilitating stuff I already wanted to happen. But I didn't want that. I'm not manifesting that. I'm planning to be here for 10 years. Um, this is number two. And I'm planning that because that's what I told my landlord I would do. And my belief, even at the time, before my father had even died, I considered that that might actually happen. <laughs> and even in my mind, I thought, well, it's not, you know, that's not going to be a terrible thing. That, you know, his house is garbage right now. It needs to be rebuilt. So it would at least give me the time to rebuild something on that land while I'm living here in Ottawa. And, uh, you know, and give me a deadline so that I have it done as well. Or a goal, at least. So, what are the first things I'm going to be doing with the money? Well, the first one might surprise you a little bit, but um, really I'm supposed to be an example of the courts and an example of law and all of that. That's what a king is. That's what the sovereign is. They're supposed to be telling our elected officials how they're supposed to be running our country, what their duties and responsibilities are. We're supposed to be keeping them in check, using the courts to do that. Um, so, I, you know, I keep I keep saying that all of my costs are paid for when I go in to do it, in order to have that more firmly established. Uh, I am going to advise the court to bill me. <laughs> Surprise, surprise. Um, but yeah, uh, I think I mentioned that the average cost of a lawsuit uh, that runs its full course and has trial and all that stuff is the average. Okay, it can be considerably more or less, but the average is 50000 So, uh, you know, especially if it goes this way, and I win just by default and have that order enforced, um, that's very minimal cost to the courts because there wasn't any trial, there wasn't any pre-trial, there wasn't any discovery, there wasn't anything. Um, it's almost as good as having them just pay me out directly. Uh, but now I'm going to have to get the order enforced. Yeah, I'm going to have to have them noted in default, but I'm going to have to have the order enforced. Um, and... Yeah, so the other thing that I get to do with noting them in default, uh, once that's done, um, they don't get to hear about any of the other notices that I file, or motions that I file. I no longer. That's the only time, is when someone has been noted in default. From that point forward, I no longer have to give them notice of anything that I'm doing with the court. I can go in and I can file notices with the registrar and they don't need to be served. Um, it's called ex parte. I get to do everything ex parte. Um, and that's the only reason, again, that I wouldn't, that I haven't officially won this case by default is if, uh, yeah, if they're trying to do something fishy and they're not following the rules of civil procedure. And, uh, again, that's just going to look bad on them anyway. Um, like I said, typically they, they like to respond quickly. Um, so, yeah, I don't get it, people. 
don't get a big surprise for me, I'll tell you that. Uh, but yeah, so I'm going to pay for the court costs with that money. Um, I have some dental issues overdue that I need to take care of, so that is going to be the very first thing. And then, uh, well, the rest is going to be placed into the trust. So that's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be creating a Kingdom of Heaven Found a Sean foundation. Uh, it's going to be a trust foundation, whatever. Um, I think it, I don't know. I want to say an express trust, but I don't know if that's actually how it's legally defined. But uh, I'll look into that a little bit more. But anyway, um, I'll be able to talk to somebody who does know how to get that kind of thing set up. And the rest of the... I'm just going to call it equity, because I legitimately don't perceive Canadian dollars to be wealth. In, in my mind, that money belongs to the people of Canada. So, like, until my own right to dispose of that debt and my share of Canada's debt and actually be the coin of my own realm is honored, I want to put that money into a trust, basically just to take care of my, you know, essential living needs and whatever else until. So, you know, um, for example, though, that money could very well be used to uh, tear down whatever's on my father's property um, and begin yeah, building my my like my own castle. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, my own castle on my father's land, which is rightfully mine as the eldest son, rightful heir. And I got all that stuff going on with the uh, with the estates lawyers as well. So that'll be fun, especially now that I've won this one. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know. The only other potential I could see is, like I said, you know, the lawyer coming back to me and saying, oh, no, the letter was before the court for three days, so we have until whatever. And I'm just going to say, no, you don't. <laughs> where, where did it say that the justice granted that request? You made a request. There's nothing in the rules of civil procedure that says you, you know, if you write a letter to the court privately without asking me, that whatever time that letter's before the court, it doesn't count against you. That would be an abuse of the court. And me. <laughs> because I'm supposed to be aware of all of the things that are going on. So you're trying to give yourself extra time without my knowledge? That's not going to happen. So, that's what she was trying to do. I think she got in shit for it. I really do. Um... Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just kind of sitting here racking my brain trying to think of anything else that might be... that might be plausible. I don't see it. And so as far as following up on this is concerned, I guess... Uh, I guess I will share those documents with you too. Um, I'll probably post them sometime tomorrow night because I like to generally do that stuff after it's done. I'll have the court seal on it or whatever it is. I'll have probably not the court seal, but I'll have the registrar signature on the documents. And, um, hmm, do I need to take two? I better take two just in case because uh, I'm going to want a copy. So... So you always got to be thinking about those things. I, I've only made one, but I wrote up the affidavit of service today. So that one is pretty easy for me because it was just the city of Ottawa. And I received confirmation from Genevieve that they received it. 
Now she gave me the confirmation on Monday, but that doesn't matter. It doesn't change the fact that it was served on Friday and she was able to confirm that she did find it. So, um, yeah, uh, it was where they said they were going to leave it. Um, and let's see. Yeah, I don't know. I could potentially maybe as well, for that reason, the reason I brought that up is because uh, maybe the council is going to say that they believed that they had until the end of tomorrow. Because if they thought that, you know, I wasn't counting service until the day Jen Biev messaged me and asked me where I left it, that's not how it works. Like, you know, it's not my fault that she doesn't go looking for it till Monday. Um, yeah, it, it's not up to me after I serve it on the business that, you know, um, at the City of Ottawa, the reception, once they receive it, that's service on them. It doesn't matter how long it takes them to get it to the legal department or into Genevieve's hands. They're responsible for it. <clears throat> so... <laughs> She could potentially say that it was Monday, and that would give one more day because the weekend doesn't count um, in legal days, but uh, that would still only give her till the end of tomorrow, and the reason I think that would be very unlikely is because, well, tomorrow's Friday, and again, she could have... I don't know, it's just very unlikely to, to serve me with, like, a formal letter or something on the final day. Um, you know, normally if you were leaving it to the last minute, you would want to give your, you know, the responding party a heads up. Let them know, because you don't want to be noted in default. That's really bad. <laughs> so she should be communicating something to me, and yeah. So if I don't hear anything by email tomorrow for sure... Um, you know, then that even takes that away. But, like, as far as the courts are concerned, they're only going to look at the affidavit of service, which is the Friday, the same day it was filed with the court. Um, and then they look at a calendar. And if there's no motion filed into the court, and there shouldn't be, because if there was, I should immediately have notice. I should, in fact, have notice of it before it's filed with the court. That is, in fact, kind of what the Registrar is doing. They're making sure that fair process is happening. So they're making sure that whatever it is that the defendant is wanting to do, that they're serving these notice of what they're going to be doing before they go and file it with the Registrar to show that they did that. Filing with the Registrar is just showing that you already have done what you, you know, you've responded to the defendant in the way that you are obliged to do so. And they haven't done that. So, um, yeah. So there's no reason for me not to be able to go in and note them in default. And... Yeah, like literally, people, it blows me away that I'm telling you that that's what I'm doing tonight. In fact, it's not even doing tonight. That's what I've done. I filed the... Uh, I've already, like, saved it. And I have to transfer it to a USB drive so I can take it to Staples tomorrow. Um, I could probably even have... No, I don't want to do that. 
I was going to say I could even have them print it, and they'll have it ready for pickup after tomorrow at 11 o'clock if I get it into them tonight. Um, but I don't want to do that. Um, just because I don't want to be dependent on picking them up from anybody else. So I'll go to Staples, get two copies of that made up, and then I'll ask the court to have them noted in default. And uh, yeah, I guess I'll do a little bit of research on that tonight. Um, but yeah, pretty crazy times, people like. Like I said, it's weird. I intuitively feel like I've won. I do. I mean, it's very difficult for me to believe. And it's because, generally, I am fighting ridiculous armies most of the time against ridiculous odds. But I do. I think it's entirely possible that they just decided they didn't want to have this battle with me in court. And uh, they'd rather just put a lid on it by paying me. And maybe the intent is to make it look like they thought they had more time. And that it was a mistake. And, you know, whatever. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um... But that's not going to get them out of having to pay me. <laughs> and I think that's the point, you know. Um, rather than answer to the legal arguments, they might just want to ignore them altogether, pay me. And I think they maybe feel they lose face or less face that way. I don't know. I don't know. But a couple of other things I will say about that that may or may not... You know, again, I'm still like I'm still not talking about it with confidence because I still feel like there's something going on that I don't know about. So that's intuition too. So I'm still trusting that, and that's why I'm not like over the moon, over the moon excited because I would be if I truly believed it. Um, I'm telling you that factually, legally, it's true. <laughs> uh, I find it hard to believe there's not something going on that I don't know about, um, but there really shouldn't be, as far as the law is concerned. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, just very strange to think about how fast something can turn around, you know? Like, and again, like, one of the reasons I potentially could see it going this way is because, you know, I think they know I really want to have my day in court. And maybe they just feel like if, if this is what it takes to keep me out of court one more time, then okay. You know, the old tricks don't work anymore. They're going to have to start paying some money to keep me out of court. And that's what I mean. That could end up being a pretty powerful tool, ladies and gentlemen, especially considering I've got talks going on with the beer store. So, uh, I didn't write them today. I haven't heard any more word from them. So, my plan is to uh, get a letter to them sometime tomorrow 
and uh, it's just going to be kind of a more, it's going to be just as serious as any of my other letters, but it's going to be a little bit more heartfelt, and I'm just going to be saying, like, look, Jeff, you know, this is the last warning, right? You know, the notice of criminal and civil liability, it stands because it's true, and I'm not ashamed to say it, okay? I don't want to publish it on my blog. I really don't. Because right now, I'm actually embarrassed for you, and I don't want to be. I think you probably know that it would be embarrassing for you for this to be on the public record as well, because it doesn't show a lot of moral compassion for people with disabilities, does it? So, I don't know. Um, that's the flavor of it, anyway. Um, but I'm going to be very clear about the fact that if I just get an apology from him and a promise that I will not ever be harassed in his stores again. Done. <laughs> done. Done. That's the way I want to take care of things. Anyway, um, I just wanted to celebrate with you. I felt like the rain was basically telling me that it wanted to celebrate with you too. So, again, I was just kind of speaking from the heart today, telling you what it's like to, uh, I don't know, be in my universe because... I'll tell you, I probably feel the same way anybody else would. Um, you know, anybody in my shoes right now would probably be thinking, no, that can't be right. I can't, like, really? I'm $210,800 richer? You know, and again, I don't perceive it to be money, but whatever. The rest of the world does. It can certainly buy stuff. and certainly make my life a little bit more comfortable for the time being while I get everything else sorted out. And it's going to establish something of a phenomenal precedence for everything else that I'm doing. So, yeah, this could be pretty monumental. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. That's what I mean. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of in a state of awe and shock and disbelief and, you know, but completely from an objective perspective, when I step outside of myself and all of my own personal excitement and all of that nonsense, because I have an ego just as much as anybody else does, it doesn't matter. As much as I try to think about this with logic and reason from an exterior, exterior perspective, they are officially, legally in default. The fact that they haven't communicated with me and the timeline has expired, that puts them in default. End of story. Um, so, legally speaking. Uh, so, you know, if, if there's anything else going on, it's... It's just nonsense. It's stupid corruption and whatever the kind of things that I don't want to be talking about. And so I want to just presume that that's not what it is, that it is what we believe it is right now, because that's what it should be. <laughs> They've officially gone into default. Um, and I guess that's my show for today. Thank you very much for being here, ladies and lords. You know that I love you all. Uh, I hope you are making the best of everything that's going on in your microcosm, and I'll be back to say goodnight in just a moment. Alright people, thank you very much for being here tonight. This is actually a very late outro to the thoroughly th thrilling Thursday edition, and, you know, it's going to be a very late published Thursday edition as well, because it's now, uh, 4.37, wouldn't you know, on a Friday afternoon, and uh, I just got back from the courthouse, 
after everything I discussed on the thoroughly thrilling Thursday edition, I'm telling you you're going to want to tune in for the freelance free verse edition of the uh, Kingdom of God podcast because it is now confirmed that there has been absolutely no action on the part of the defendant. No motions have been filed with the court at all. Uh, they are in default, officially. Um, and uh, I would have actually filed default judgment against them today. I'll tell you why that didn't happen. Uh, but it will be getting done on Magical Monday. So that's my show for today. Tune in for my fabulous Freeverse Friday edition to uh, get all the details of the latest developments. Have a wonderful night. Thanks.